What's up, party people? Welcome back to the show. I'm super, super pumped for today's episode. I'm always pumped for every fucking episode because I love podcasting. But back to today's episode, it is episode 111. Uh, just like my heart is flowing. You know, the 11 is my favorite number. So 111, it means it's going to carry some big fucking energy in this interview today. But I didn't plan this. So this is what I'm super pumped about. This is actually a guest interview with none other than my um, past, most former business coach and business mentor. And I think this is really fucking funny, like how things always align is that we both had launched our podcasts on 11.11 um, in different years. And now that we get to share this special energy in episode 111, and I get to bring to you one of my biggest assets in building my business and behind the scenes, my business coach and mentor. So I'm really, really excited and pumped for today's episode. So if you do not know Amanda Walker, please take time to listen to this episode. She's really fucking amazing. She started out as a health and fitness coach, and then she really merged into this space of helping other small business entrepreneurs launch their business because she's got this really firm belief, which fuck, if I didn't believe it when I first started working with her, I absolutely believe it now that our bodies are so important and our health is so important to how we run our businesses and how we show up in our businesses. And if we are not feeling our best, it impacts our business, which is a thousand percent true. I've learned so much from her over this past year. And I thought this was a really cool episode because if anyone's like sitting behind the scenes, like how the fuck did Katie go from losing her job to not knowing what she wanted to do with her life to finally like literally landing on her purpose and just like all of a sudden starting this business that's on fire like how in the fuck did that actually happen like tell me I want all the details because believe me I would be saying that so this is it I literally signed up for Amanda's program <laughs> right before the pandemic hit and fucking pushed through that mud all year long and it took that entire year of working with her before I even fucking knew what I was doing but we talk about that a little bit in this interview. She drops like her, her knowledge, her gems, and just the key factors and all the things and tools that we use to run the businesses every day. But don't fret. If you don't run a business, these are all the things to do to run your life every day. So you just feel your best no matter what you're doing. These are just the mindset shifts that can get you there. Because believe you me, this year of working with her was nothing but a fucking mindset shift for me. I didn't even have a business. I just knew there was something inside of me that I had to get to. And I just needed that extra push constantly. And it's scary and it's hard. But I think this interview is really, really good. It's It was important for me. It was special for me. So I'm sure that all of that will come through for you. I hope you enjoy it. So we dig in deep to what it means to feel amazing naked with Amanda Walker. Enjoy. Hey, ladies, welcome back to the show. Today is the number one episode that you do not want to miss. So if you guys have been following along through this whole time, through the whole journey, through all the mud, today I bring you my secret little weapon, my behind the scenes. Today I bring you Amanda Walker, my business coach, my business mentor, and the founder of Feel Amazing Naked 
Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Can I also say, I like the word, oh, the way you say naked, you say it like my husband, but with a soft <laughs> E. It's like a back East thing or something. And I love it so much. So thank you for letting me be here with you today. Yes. You know, it's funny that I remember you saying that at the retreat and I was like, I think I say it the same way as her husband. <laughs> you do. <laughs> well, I don't know what to say, except for I'm super, super excited to have you on the show. Um, like a lot of people have been following along, right? So the whole journey of me just showing up on the podcast every week and just saying, here's, I don't know what I'm doing, but if you want to follow along, like I am determined to figure it out one way or another. And then obviously the whole journey of losing my job and doing all that, but I've shared bits and pieces of my growth throughout the journey, but I really wanted to share you because you are such a big influence piece of that. And I don't think people realize how much of that. So I want to talk about what you do and how you do it and why you do it for women. But essentially, I'll just let you talk. So just go in and tell us your story and introduce yourself, Amanda. Sure. I mean, like it could be like an hour long conversation, (laughs) but I'll just highlight a few of the things. Um, You should know that I was once a high school teacher, and this is important because while I was doing that job and loved it, there was always a deep knowing for both my husband and I that there was something more for us in life. We just were like, I've gone to grad school, I've done all these things, and yet still there's something in there that is telling me like there's more. Um, And I think that really is part of your journey too. And I think the ladies listening, they might feel that as well. Um, And so that more led me, you know, basically after having two kids and kind of my husband working a night shift as a police officer, me working days, making $623 as a teacher every other week, it was like, what are we doing in this life? We were ships like passing, high-fiving, you go, I go. Um, And it wasn't the kind of quality of life we desired. And we did that so we didn't have to put our kids in daycare. That was just a priority for us. And it was so worth it until we came together and said, like, let's do something different. And so I left without any clarity around where my path was going and was just scrapping together odds and ends, mentoring, coaching, CrossFit, um, just to have a little bit of an additional income until really I became an entrepreneur by accident and fell into coaching after my own health journey. Um, and people were just kind of seeing my results and seeing my transformation and said, Amanda, will you help me? And so in the beginning, I was like, it's a freaking hobby because I just was had so much fear around calling it a business. And I knew nothing about business. I went to grad school for physio or undergrad for physiology, grad school for teaching and, and coaching, but not in this kind of context that I do now. And so here I was running a business and I had no freaking clue what I was doing. And so what I know now is you don't have to. I like to say I don't have a business degree, but I have a heart and that heart can drive the bus forward in a direction that feels super aligned. And there's been so many opportunities in my journey where I've kind of tried to force square peg in a round hole because it was really working for other people. And the whole time my heart was screaming, Amanda, this is stupid, like blogging didn't work for me. It wasn't that blogging isn't successful. Many people have it, but it just didn't work for me. Um, so fast forward to today and, you know, most of my, I run a private coaching practice, um, where I'm doing two things, really. I'm helping women build bodies and lives that feel amazing. And this other side that's grown over the years is helping women build lives and businesses that feel amazing. And so most of my work started in the health and weight loss area, still do that, still love that. I have coaches now that help support my clients. And then I have this other side where you and I got to connect um, coaching coaches and consultants and course creators to build businesses that just really feel aligned in their life. And so 
I was just honored to be a part of your journey and help you work through the mud and now be on the other side of like, I'm building my life and it feels freaking amazing. Yes. So much good stuff there. But the one thing you said that really, really resonated with me and I will never forget, I think it's the first meeting that we ever had when I was in your program is you said like, you don't have the degree, but you have a heart. I think I literally wrote down, like, as long as I have the passion, I can totally do that. And that statement, I've even went back and looked at that as different points in my journey when I was like, okay, I don't have to know everything, but if I'm just like consistent and I show up and I have a passion for this, then that's just as important as having whatever that other thing is, whether it's a piece of paper certificate or whatever. But you know what I really love when you were saying about like helping women with their weight loss journey and physical health and then helping women run businesses. And I think at first people are like, how do those two things even match? But, and this is how we started our whole conversation today before we ever hit record it. I was like, Amanda, it's finally clicked. If I don't feel good, my business doesn't feel good. (laughs) And like, I can't show up. And that's so important. And I, it's really put a magnifying glass on it for me. Is that kind of what started that journey for you? Yeah. Well, and you're right. I mean, the branding actually feels really aligned to me from my perspective, because feeling amazing is ambiguous. It's a metaphor for a reason, right? That's why I built it. It's like, you have to go inside and go, oh, what does feel like? What makes me feel amazing? And and feel amazing naked, right? Is like, to me, that represents a physical sense of like a, a physical perspective, but more so it means like, I want to feel amazing being who I am and being fully vulnerable and transparent. And I pride myself on that. I'm an open book. Um, And so what I see now is I will work with a lot of women in the health and weight loss space. And it's like a natural funnel into business building, because what happens is they feel freaking amazing and they have this newfound confidence and their old selves or the, the stuff that they used to be a part of no longer are aligned. And a lot of that times is career. They're like, I am, the life is getting sucked out of me right now. And I've outgrown this space. And so then like building a business, um, it sometimes becomes an, for some, not all, of course, but for, for, for some, they're ready to then say, I want to design my life. I love the freedom, right? They see me working from wherever I want. They see me picking my kids up to give my, you know, taking them to school. They see us traveling. They see me whatever. And it's like, Ooh, like I'm not a unicorn. Like anybody can do this. And it just takes a lot of willingness to be uncomfortable and constantly moving the needle forward with, you know, chronically messy, uncomfortable action. Yeah. Well, I'm too scared to say the word naked again. (laughs) (laughs) You say it's so perfect. But when you say that and you say like, I completely agree. And I think that's what really attracted me to you because while yes, I would love to be in the best physical space in my life. It was really, I really saw that as that authenticity. And that's something I've felt like I've really always leaned into is like, I can be really authentic. I can be really vulnerable and be comfortable and uncomfortable in that space in the same time. And that's one of the only places I felt like historically that I had really managed. I I wanted to say that's absolutely why I was attracted to you. Still am attracted to you is because it is like, Hey, this is me. And I know that's a really big piece of who you are and even going forward who you are. Um, but I really liked everything you were saying, like about the freedom and like working out and like this morning I was working out and I was like, who am I? Like, I can go do anything. Look at this. I mean, I'm going to just say it was 10 pounds and two hands, but it felt really big for me. Yeah, that is pretty big. (laughs) And I was like, I can go interview Amanda on my podcast now. (laughs) 
Yeah. And do it on your own dang time. Like yes. you can go shopping, you can go like see clients for two hours and then just go do whatever you want. And, and I'm not saying that it doesn't take work and effort and grit to get to that point. Um, but part of it is like also being aligned and, you know, for many women that I work with, they're leaving a corporate job. I don't know about you, but I don't want, I don't want to leave a corporate job to put myself into a box again in a corporate job. And so easily you can do that as an entrepreneur, especially if you're somebody like myself, who I'm not gonna be honest, like overworking is a buffer is a way I buffer sometimes. Like I love freaking what I do and I love to like create something and watch it work or tweak and adjust it. I I totally am. um, I love helping clients have results. And also um, you have to be careful, you know, in the beginning of really setting boundaries from day one around making sure that um, it doesn't become a default that, you know, you're using to buffer and escape everyday life and getting yourself trapped back into a corporate cubicle, which is one of the reasons like I, I wanted, I, I want something different, right? Yes, absolutely. So I think you were headed there a few minutes ago is kind of this like power of and like you can have this and that at the same time. And like you were saying, getting comfortable being uncomfortable so like when a woman first comes to you and she has that little niggle of I want something more that little gut feeling like what is it how and I'm really talking about myself because I feel like so many women resonate that and just hearing you talk I realize how similar our journeys actually are like when someone first comes to you you know how do you start that process essentially like how do you even get them to even start to shift the mindset just a little bit well, I'm an athlete, like I was an athlete all my life. So I'm going to make an, 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 an analogy to my child. My children are both athletes and, or for anybody, maybe your kid has an activity that they love. And so I see like at that age, sometimes my kids are 11 and nine and, um, you know, they don't necessarily have the skill. They're not at the top level skill. Right. And, um, but what I can see in her specifically, my daughter at this age is her fire and her passion for the sport she plays is tremendous. And that's not something taught, right. Mm -hmm. That's inside and it breathes life into her desire to keep going. The skill though, we can learn that, right. She can get coaching feedback, not from me, because I don't know about anything about soccer, but from other from other mentors. And I liken that to like what you're talking about, about entrepreneurship, the desire and the passion, like that's something that you need to have a lot of to keep going. And that is not taught. It's like in you or it's not. And then we can teach you the skill. I can teach you how to build a funnel, your offering suite. I can teach you how to accept payment. I can teach you how to post on Instagram. I can teach you how to pitch to a podcast. I can teach you all those things. And so what I would say to a woman that has that fire is it's like, that is the guiding light that will always keep you forward. And so one of the places we start sometimes is just like, you got to go talk to people and put out into the universe that you have this desire and start asking people, what's your perception? Like, you know, you're my best friend. How do I, how do I help you? Like, what are the gifts I bring to our friendship or to your spouse or to other people, right? Just go engage in conversation so you can get out of your own mind and start to get feedback from people so that you start to consider like, you know, if you, if you didn't have the constraints of your current corporate job or or like, where do you go spend all your free time? Like, what are the things that if you said, I, if I had more time, I would spend all my time doing this. Like there is something there because when you get into that, into that zone of genius, I mean, I kind of don't love the like 
this discussion, you'll never work a day in your life. Like that's a little bit fluffy for me. Mm -hmm. Like there's still work, Mm -hmm. but what I will say is when you're doing things you love, when that alarm clock goes off, there isn't a snooze button that you hit. I truly don't feel like I ever really hit the snooze button um, because I'm legitimately excited to go and dive in and like, well, nurture myself, which I think is part of walking the talk as a business owner and also do the work that I do. Yeah. I love what you said about, you know, that passion and that drive. And it's like, fine, that thing, like if you had free time, what would you be doing? Because I think there's something there that for women happens a lot. And I feel like this happened with me, with you. Well, not with you, but this is what I uncovered by working with you is that I couldn't even tell you what that thing was because I stuffed it so far down. I didn't even know what it was. And it took our entire time together, literally February (laughs) until November. And maybe there was a pandemic in there, but even so I had stuffed down what I love to do so much that I couldn't even remember. Like, Once I finally stepped into that space of saying like, oh gosh, I want to do styling. Like that's my passion. Oh, duh. That's what you went to college for. Then I could go back and say, okay, I used to love looking at fashion magazines. I used to love following in style as Instagram, but I had like suppressed all of that so much. And I think the important part of like the work you do and like any woman is like just getting started and just by someone asking you what makes you feel amazing. Like you're like, or like you were saying, go ask your friends, like, go do this, go do that. Because those are the people who see you in a completely different space. And I'm sure you see that a lot where like women come to you and they're like, but I I don't know. Like, I don't know who I am. I remember when I came to you, it's like, I don't know. I want you to just tell me, can you just tell me everything, even who I am? (laughs) Yeah. It's easy to be in a dichotomous thinking space of A or B. And if we look at programming and installation, since we were children, we go to school and immediately we're taught that it's either right or wrong, right? The teacher either checks off and says, nope, you got it wrong. Um, You notice a lot, it's multiple choice. It's like not a lot of essay opportunities, not a lot of opportunity to vocalize how we feel and to work through. And so we've been conditioned to think that I believe as a society that it is either or, right? It's win or lose. It's yes or no. It's work out for an hour or don't at all. It's post on Instagram perfectly and spend 55 hours making one post or don't post at all, right? And that learning to thrive in the gray is, you know, something that takes um, a willingness um, to really begin to tackle. Um, and it's it's sometimes, you know, a, a lot of women will choose to live on what we call the effect side. It's the victim. Oh, no, I can't. Not for me. I, I don't want those things. Or you can choose at some point to say, there is a hollowness, as you said, um, or an emptiness inside that I'm no longer willing to live. And that is, you know, I think where acknowledgement that that's even there is step one of like, then what am I going to do, you know, to move towards? It was interesting that you bring this up. I was working with a client yesterday in a private session and, um, we were doing a lot of unconscious, like shifting work and her responses often went to the word good. How do you want to feel? Or, you know, long story short, it was always good. And I said, okay, well, what does good feel like? And she had a really hard time even connecting to what does good feel like in her body. And so we stepped back and we said, you know, we can avoid feeling tough emotions, uh, which we do really well. But when we, when we avoid feeling the uncomfortable, tough emotions, so, so called negative emotions, I'm air quoting that because I think they're all emotions are for a higher purpose. 
But when we dissociate from those, we also dissociate from the high level, amazing emotions. And we don't allow ourselves to feel vibrant, alive, energetic, powerful, sexy, right? And so I, her tasking was literally like on your way home. Cause we were doing an in-person intensive. I said, I want you to tell me the one thing that's going to help you connect to alive and powerful. And that was her tasking. I was like, you have, you know, accountability. You've got 24 hours to complete this mission because I want you to know what that feels like. So if we don't allow ourselves to experience it, then it's like not in our emotional repertoire. And so we just moved through life going good, fine. Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Yep. <laughs> but it's not so now good. I hate the word good. Like I'm never gonna use that again. It is so true. And I feel like that's the part I struggled with the most is I was like, not only am I hollow, I'm so disconnected. And that was the biggest part I got out of any coaching and mentoring. And my time with you was like, what do you want? What do you want? How do you want to do it? What do you want? And it just, no one ever asks that, especially like you were saying, like when you're a mom or you have a corporate job or whatever, I just feel like women embody that in a completely different way than men do. We're like, oh, I've never been allowed ever to talk about what I want. And like, I've always been told to play small or be small or be nice to everybody else, but not to yourself. Yeah. And, and this is partly, well, you know, that's how I weave coaching in a business coaching that that's how like the framework for my business coaching is the, how does it feel to you? Because we want the A or B and there's a ton of business coaches out there trying to give step-by-step practices. And if we're not checking in on how it feels to us, then those things may work, but they're not sustainable. And there's going to be a point where the bottom drops out and it just feels icky and you are burnt out. You're overwhelmed. You're trying to keep this machine that's not congruent with your life going. But if we nip it in the butt as we go and we're like, here's some ideas, like, you know, you know how coaching works. Mm -hmm. We sit together and so many times it's just like throwing spaghetti at the wall. We we put all this stuff out there, give you all these like side dishes to choose from. And then I'm like, Katie, how does that feel to you? How does that look to you? And you're like, oh, this one feels amazing. I'm like, yeah, it's that simple. Then go do the thing and go see, you know, what you figure out and come back and then let's, you know, keep moving the needle forward. Yeah. Um, I think feeling amazing or asking yourself, does it feel amazing is number one. I walked away from something that felt like a really big opportunity this weekend because I was like, okay, does it feel really amazing for me? Or is it the fear? And I'm scared if I say no to this, that the next thing won't come. But that was, and I I literally had this little Amanda voice in my head. I was like, okay, so how does it feel? (laughs) Katie, does it feel good? Is it really, 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 really true to you and what you want it to be? And that's the scariest thing ever. But you said another buzzword that I'd really like to go into. Again, now that all this stuff is finally starting to click with me is you had said sustainable. And I think Mm -hmm. that's another key part of this um, as we can be really high energy and things can be great for a couple of weeks and then they can drop off. And that's just like either it's the ebb and flow of life, it's the ebb and flow of your cycle, your life, whatever that is for you. And I've experienced that a lot in my journey too and starting the business. But your tagline is sustainability is sexy, right? So like, can we pull that apart for a few minutes? Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, in the health and weight loss and even the business side, I always have people come to me and tell me they've tried all the things. And um, like, I I hate to break it to everybody, but the common denominator is you. (laughs) The things all haven't worked because you, right? Mm -hmm. And let's 
I mean, just being honest, like, you know, my sustainability is sexy. It does sound sexy. I love the way it sounds, but it is not like, it is not what the health and wellness industry is making millions off of. They're making millions off of cleanses and quick fixes and, you know, nutritional supplements that claim all of these extravagant results. But, you know, like my message over here, that's like, do the unsexy work, show it for yourself every day, rinse and repeat. Like that shit's hard. Right. And so for me though, that is the foundation for everything. If we slow down and are willing to accept results at a slower pace, they're just not going to go away because instead of trying to change all the things at one time, we focus on changing one thing and we do it really freaking well. And then we layer on the next thing. Right. And that builds a model of sustainability. And ultimately you do those things and you actually do start to feel sexy, right? You start to feel powerful because you see that you were the common denominator and that you have the ability to be consistent. You just have to slow down and ask yourself like, are, have, have, has the desire for immediate feedback and overnight results really served me up to this point in my life? And that's in business and that's in health. And there are no overnight successes, by the way, like those are years in the making. Mm-hmm. We just are only seeing the, you know, the middle or their end or wherever they're at in the journey. And so I just, I, I just want to invite women to think about it differently and see and, and ask themselves a question. The thing that I'm doing right now for whatever it is, health, weight loss, business building, can I see myself doing that a year from now? And if you're saying no, then I would just invite you to go back to the drawing board and reconsider. Oh, that's really good advice. Um, I really like that a lot. I'm taking some notes. Um, <laughs> I'm like, whoa, I can forget my next question. <laughs> no, um, we've talked a little bit about this already, but if someone is really is like, okay, this is it. Like they've got me fired up. They're doing great. I've watched Katie go through this whole transition, right? So anyone, hopefully it's been following along for the whole time has seen that it's definitely not overnight success by any means. And I hope where I'm sitting now, next year, I look back and think, Oh, little baby Katie, she was doing the best she could. You will. Uh, <laughs> can't wait. But if someone is like, and that really, really stuck. And I was talking to you about this earlier and I was like, when opportunities present themselves and we we're not clear on what we want and we can't tell you what feeling good is like, and we have no idea what feeling amazing is like, it's really hard to continue to walk in in the dark when you don't know what you're walking towards. So if someone shows up to you, what, or just everyone that's listening, anyone that's listening and they're ready to get started and they're ready to start throwing stuff at the wall. What's like the two or three simple things that they can do today, this week. Yeah. So just, would you say to start feeling amazing in their life or specifically around business or all of it? Both. (laughs) Well, so let's call it out first and just say life, because I think life and, you know, one of my feelings and philosophies is I just want to walk the talk. Like if you and I were to hang out for a weekend, you know, as not clients and as, you know, client coach and as friends, I just want you to see the same Amanda that you see in our professional. And in fact, you've been around me for a long weekend and I hope that that was something that was conveyed. Right. Um, And so for me, life is business and my personal values and personal mission bleed into business. And if I'm not investing and nurturing myself as a woman, then I also believe I'm not going to show up in my business the way I, I desire. So if I were to start with like my starting place that I share all the time is like, 
get a paper and a pencil and just start writing some stuff down (laughs) about yourself. I just think journaling is the greatest tool that you can gift yourself. And I use it with my health and weight loss. I will assign journaling prompts to my business, you know, clients. Um, And the reason being is that we're moving through life really fast and we're holding 50,000 plus thoughts in our mind a day. And what we're thinking the most is what we've, you know, what we focus on expands as we've all heard that. And that's true. Like our thoughts are our reality. So if we're chronically saying, I hate my body or, you know, losing weight is hard or my life is overwhelming. If that is something you're thinking, you know, quite frequently in your day, I'm guaranteeing that's actually probably your reality. You probably hate your body and your life is overwhelming, right? And so this is step one in all of those things for me is becoming a voyeur. I call it becoming a voyeur of your thinking. It's stepping outside your mind and putting those thoughts on paper so you can see what you're giving weight to in your life. And if you're giving weight to that, you know, things in the health and fitness space that aren't serving you or the business space, then for me, that's step one. I always put out this kind of sustainability pyramid and traditional practice, like traditional method. Like, you know, if you came to me and you're like, Amanda, I want to feel better in my body. You would probably say food and fitness are the places you want to start. And my group program, we very much counteract that. And we're like, okay, we'll give you some carrots there. But if you're not going to be willing to start in your mind and start, you know, in the first place of becoming a voyeur of your thinking, like you're not our people because thinking is, it's not about how many carbs, fat, protein, like that you consume that stops you. It's about like, you're overwhelmed. You don't want to quit cook, you feel angry, you're burnt out. Like that's the stuff that keeps you from executing, right? I know what to do on paper, but I never seem to make it happen. Right. Mm-hmm. If I had a dollar for every time I heard that. And so I guess for both places, like starting to just journal, setting a timer on your phone for two minutes and just saying, I'm going to brain dump all my thoughts right now on paper and just kind of see what comes up. I think it's just such an easy, like doesn't cost you a single cent for that to happen. Um, and then begin to see what you learn, like to start to take away and glean some aha moments of how much of your thinking is spent in who you want to become versus what you don't want. And I think that's like such a great place to start. Yeah, I agree. Beautiful. And I love that. And I love journaling too. That's a big piece of my heart and my journey. Yes. I have spent a long weekend with you and I was waiting to see like, how am I going to bring up like Amanda's dance moves and our music connection? (laughs) Yes, sister. Yes. Yes. So for anyone that doesn't know, which I'm pretty sure I did a whole podcast episode about the retreat that we did in Sedona and just like my whole experience in Sedona and how amazing it was. But I just love music and I talk about that a lot. And so at the retreat one night, we had like basically kind of like a pajama party. And um, I was like, can I please do the music? (laughs) And we just had so much fun doing the music. And it, it was, it was like, just, it was who you are in Instagram, like assuming I didn't know you, it's who you are on the coaching calls. It's who you are. Every time I called you with the like, Oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed. It was just like who you are all the time. And that whole weekend, it was just like seamless, flawless, like comfortable, whatever those words are. It just totally was you. So I do think you do an amazing job at that. And I think being authentic is like such a key piece of running a business So I'd like to talk about that for a few minutes before um, I let you go. So I believe that that's 
for me, that's a core value, right? So like being authentic and vulnerable is such a core value. And I think that's why a lot of people are attracted to me, but I've also gotten the, the flip side response to that is people are like, that's so hard for me. And I'm so scared if I show up as my real self that I'll lose followers or my clients won't want to work with me or I won't be good enough or like, that's too simple. Like, so just being myself is just too simple of a solution. How do you personally like manage that in your business? And then like, how do you help other women who are starting their businesses? Cause especially when you're first starting your business, you're like, nobody wants to see the real me. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, there's so much good stuff to share here. At first I want to say, I think it is an evolution. I think like you said in the beginning, um, or maybe on, on my show when we were recording is the thing that popped up for you in the beginning that the limiting thought of what will they think about me? I think that's a very natural progression. And oftentimes what we're thinking about is what will the people closest to me think mm-hmm. about me? And a big shift to that is I'm actually not trying to serve the people closest to me. My best friends are not my clients. I wouldn't, I wouldn't really work with them as my clients because it's too close. And so if we take that away, I mean, the thing that helps me be most authentic is I'm chronically thinking about the one girl, the one girl that needs the one post, the one girl that needs the one episode, the one girl that needs the one message on a group coaching call, because I think it's so easy to think about serving all the people And when we think about saying the safe things to serve all the people, you know, we were really doing a disservice to our hearts and minds, and we're not finding the people that are really meant, you know, we're really meant to attract. And my copywriter, um, Melissa Cassera, I want to give her a shout out because early on in in business or or a few years ago, I I should say, um, when we started working together, uh, she taught me this kind of idea of always writing from the heat. And so when you start talking about something in a casual conversation with a friend or a girlfriend or your husband, and you are just so passionate about it, like you want to say it loud for the people in the back, that is like an automatic trigger for me. Like I want to say that on social media, or I want to say that on a podcast. And in the beginning though, it feels scary. It's like, oh gosh, I'm going to call, but you are not meant to serve everyone. And by writing and speaking from the heat, the people you want to work with are going to come closer and come closer and come closer. And so I would just, I would just say, and I mean, to add to that too, is this notion of congruency. If you are two different people in life versus business, it's my perspective that that will show up in different ways as like dis-ease, whether it's mm. overwhelm, burnout, um, I don't know, weight gain, if we wanted to even say that, or um, a lack of follow through on your health, um, because it's freaking exhausting to not be yourself. (laughs) And in the beginning, I was realizing how much energy I was trying to be like soft and just say like nice things to attract everyone. So I do think there's an evolution. And um, the more you work with clients, the more you get passionate about writing from the heat and sharing those things and stepping fully into yourself. And the more the business feels aligned, it feels just easy. It's like, I'm truly showing up to do the work. And your music example is such a great example. And hip hop and R&B is like my soul music. And I started like, how do I, I have this weird gift And I think you have it too of, you know, on my Instagram stories every morning, the same working with my copywriter was such a great, she helps me just loop in a lot more of my passions into my brand. Every day I take a video of me frothing my coffee because I love my milk frother and it makes my coffee next level. And I pick a song and I realize like, 
I have this weird gift of I will have the most random artist. This song, it takes me back. I am like, this is the jam. And people probably comment most about that on my Instagram stories, which is so funny. Like we spend all this time making all this content and they're like, oh my God, I love that song. Um, But I was like, how do I bring this into business? Right. And so it's that. And also Instagram reels. Now I have this like uncanny. And it was funny because I started making more reels with these old school jams and they were just like, gaining more rapid viewership. And I felt like it was the universe saying like, way to step up into like who you fully are. And I believe for anybody building a business, the more you can have that, the more it feels very congruent and aligned. And anytime that you make a reel with Ying Yang twins, it should get <laughs> plenty of viewership. <laughs> like if you don't remember any of Amanda's content, <laughs> that one, I was like, ah, I love you even more. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it is fun. I like, I love, I love, love, love what you said. And that's another thing I remember you tell me in the beginning, but it really resonates today. Like over the weekend, I have been, was reading a book about tracking my cycle and really healing my cycle after getting off birth control. And I know that there's at least one other woman out there who's on this journey. And I posted it in my story, the book that I'm reading. And like an hour later, I was like, oh my God, I have to take it down. What if my uncle who follows me sees this or what if blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, 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 because this is super passionate for me. And if I was in a room with my uncle, I would say, I would just say it. Whoever was around, I would say, yeah, I'm trying to really get into my cycle because it's really become priority for me running my business. And two women wrote me and said, oh my God, I've totally been on that. And it was just this, I just knew in that moment, I was like, I showed up for those two women because they needed that. And just stepping into that scary space. Like I helped those two women and like, wow, now those two women can go help two more women. And if you think about the spider web that way, instead of it just being just on yourself, I think that helps out a lot. And so thank you for that reminder. Now, what else can I go post? <laughs> yeah, totally. I, I similarly have a funny story around that because, um, it's like my husband, I, I have him record with me every now and again, and then I'll survey my audience. And I'm like, what do you guys want to hear? And they're like, more with your husband. I'm like, they like you better than me. Like, what's the deal? But the first episode we ever recorded together was how to have better sex. Um, because we believe in the, that piece of being a really important of marriage and normalizing the conversation without shame and working on past traumas around that and understanding our thoughts around it, right? Much of the mindset work bleeds into this. And so I talk a lot about intimacy. I've had the opportunity to go in and teaching communities about that. It's not my area of expertise per se, but I'm passionate about helping women gain confidence in that area. And I remember I'm like, well, I guess my parents and mind you, we have two children. <laughs> my parents are going to know we have sex now. <laughs> and he was dying laughing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I even said like in the post that week, sorry, mom and dad, <laughs> truth's out, the knowledge is out. But I agree. It's just so funny. And lo and behold, that conversation a, is still the most viral pin on Pinterest that we share. It's still one of the most, you know, like great feedback I get from people about talking about it. And so it's like, those are the girls that matter not yeah. my parents who might be slightly shy about the fact that, you know, yeah, that, that's what we've done as a married couple for 15 years. Yeah. And we don't think about our parents doing it either. So it's a mutual yeah. relationship. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> we have periods and we have sex. And yeah. that's the part I really, really love about running the business. And just like you, it's like, whether it's weight loss or it's business, but there's also, there's so many different pieces of being a woman. And that's also what I just love about running a podcast and running a business is like, yes, I love style, but that's just one part of it. Also, 
there's these other things and like here, yes, I'm super good at this and I can help you do that all day, but here also here's some nuggets that might get you through the day. And that's really all that matters. And you've done a beautiful job in teaching me that and also cultivating that in your community. So thank you so much for sharing everything today on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm grateful. Thank you. Where, what do you have going on and where can everybody catch up with you so they can get more Amanda and your amazing reels and frothy coffee? <laughs> well, that uh, Instagram is the place for those things at a walk my way. Um, and yeah, check out the reels. They're always fun to make. And um, the I too have a podcast called feel amazing naked. So I share a lot of um, health and personal development and also hints of business. Um, growing both those platforms. If you're somebody looking for business support, the first Friday of every month, I do live free business coaching for my girls that just want to have conversations. So you can go to feelamazingnaked.com forward slash first Friday, all lowercase sign up. I'll send out reminders totally free. We meet on zoom, get to network with lots of women um, that are building businesses or stepping into building businesses. So that's a super fun conversation. Um, And other than that, the podcast is probably the great place to just get in touch with my work. Um, We are about to drop a huge side of our business and open up a digital product side. So we are going to be releasing the Feel Amazing Naked digital meal planning tool. Um, Depending on when we release this episode, um, you can go to feelamazingnaked.com forward slash meal planner. And it's pretty much like my life's work and and the most amazing tool to help drive um, kind of this core four balance plate strategy and demystify this meal planning process that we think is rocket science and um, just an opportunity for me to serve ladies in a different way that maybe aren't ready to step into private coaching um, and get a taste of what's possible. Um, And there's lots of amazing recipes and freebies and I do a live training um, and it's literally $7. So you can find that well as well. And I'll send you uh, the link to that too. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for that because that's another piece. And I know we didn't talk about this a lot, but the way you show up in that space and you make food really easy and simple and like it can be simple to be healthy and it doesn't have to be scary and hard so definitely check that out definitely follow amanda she's amazing if you like me i have to give her tons of credit for getting me to this space so thank you, you so did much the work, girl <laughs> you, you were picking up the weights i was just like yelling at you from the side <laughs> pick up heavier yeah <laughs> awesome well thank you so much amanda Thank you for having me. Thank you.